Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Wow, who who were those two? Who was who? What were those characters? Oh, just two people excited to uh, talk about cats. Always, 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 yeah, and ever. It's not a character; it's a way of life. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a calling. Um, yes, it's a quest. Um, quest. Yeah. Yes. It's a prophecy. Blue Star's prophecy. Let's get into it. Oh wait, you don't want to hear my news? Oh, you have news? Uh, you should have told me because like earlier, and then I would have done such a cool intro. That was like so cool, and then you ruined it. Oh well, it's not important. Let's just do it. Because I'm Ember Heart. It's already. <laughs> and I'm Tangle Tone. I was just gonna. I was just gonna talk about my Swifter. Shut. Oh, shut up about the Swifter. Say the thing. We got a Swifter. No, say the. Th- <laughs> We're like half okay. Well, now you okay. All right, it's been ruined. So like, tell us about the your this giant is warrior swifter. cats. No, 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 cats. no. You can't do it now. Tell us about the giant it's swifter. Extra large. It's extra large, and it traps all the cat hair. She sent us a video of it this morning in our group chat, and I was like, "Wow, it's amazing." You were. And we got some knockoff swifter dusters. Yeah, you know, and a new vacuum. Brand. You, you only need to actually switch those things into mopping. You just need an old thin enough rag to shove into the little grabby holes that they have. Yeah. And I know it's not actually called Swifter, but my aunt calls it that. And for some reason, that's the funniest thing in the world for me. She's like, we need a Swifter. I think I and say I'm that like, too. Oh, maybe it's not as funny as I think it is. No, I, I think, think, I think that's just a Midwestern thing, dude. It's like breakfast. Well, I'm an L.A. gal now. Sure you are. Yeah. You can oh take the girl out of Wisconsin. I've for like centuries. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can take the girl out of Wisconsin, but can you take away her stories about uh, cheese curds and the beloved squeak they make? No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. And it's weird that, that like everyone in Wisconsin has a story like that. Um, I say as if I'm my state's any better. Well, now let's like do our less cool version of our intro. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangled Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? being a hot mess is fun sometimes which is what i say to myself because i'm usually just a hot mess i like that your biggest news of the week was your giant swifter which i i no shame i also got a new computer yeah you did i went to the dentist so that's actually really nice you went to the dentist that's exciting and i get to go back uh this week no one talked to me about my teeth i'm deeply insecure oh i might have been so sensitive lately it's it's messed me up because i realize i favor one side and i'm like oh god i do too but that's because i have jaw issues and one side hurts less than the other i just have overall teeth issues i hate mouths i do too what did burn burn said something funny uh they called them uh uh 
luxury bones or was that you that was me luxury oh face bones <laughs> sorry i was they're to... not covered under your gosh darn medical i know it's ridiculous it's <sighs> wrong anyway we should like actually talk about the book yeah, instead of our cats let's talk about cats i'm a cat because i look at my baby who's sleeping oh yeah uh hobbit news hobbit news hobbit update um hobbit has been fully introduced to my cousin's cat um they've hung out uh without any barriers between them um which is good because it's possible that my uh cousin will have to move into my room temporarily as uh, part of our house is being renovated um and her cat will have to of course like stay in a room at some point because they have to stay together but it's funny because they both are like just so tired after they hang out because it's just fisticuffs constantly they haven't like all out fought but Hobbit, like, doesn't understand how to calm down when he sees another cat. Like, today, uh, my cousin's cat, I, I let him out of the room. And he, like, was stretching and just being like, all right, here I am. I'm ready. And Hobbit just ran up to him and smacked him in the face. And he, and he didn't get mad. He, like, just kind of backed up and was like, okay. Like, he didn't, like, hiss or growl or anything. He was just like, all right. Just play fighting. That's how they become warriors. Yeah. He's that my little warrior's all puckered up. Oh, well, are you ready? I guess I know we have a battle. Blue Paw wakes with a jolt, remembering the battle. It isn't dawn yet. Oh, oh, and we just had that sad, scary moment with her mom. That was a precious moment. She's just worried about her, her babies. They're not going to be in the battle, but they're going to be so close. They're going to be battle adjacent. Yeah. Paddle and chase. Which is like is too close. Like no child should be that close to warfare. Well, you know, they gotta fight eventually. I know, but it's like it's like, alright, well you guys have started elementary school. You can watch us do war. It's like, hey, uh, I work in construction. Uh here's my kid. Uh he can like sit there with he doesn't have to do anything, but he can like hold the first aid kit just in case, right? It's like no, this yeah. is a very no. It, they're in a disguise. <laughs> it's very dangerous. They should not bring a seven-year-old to uh, a skyscraper being built. Okay. Well, Leopard Paw and Patch Paw are already up washing, and Sparrow Pelt wants them in the clearing. What? It's windy outside. I guess. Uh oh, it's windy. That means the trees we're favoring the outside. Wind plan. The trees outside camp strained against it, and the clouds were dark and threatening. Okay, overhead. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, role play real quick. Uh, I'm gonna LARP as a uh, medicine cat. Mm. The wind and the clouds. We're going in against Wind Clan. The clouds are dark, but we are Thunder Clan. So if a thunderstorm happens, mm. uh, Star Clan, give me guidance. Was that good? Yes, it's beautiful. You'd be a great medicine cat, Tangletongue. I would want to do that because, um, well, it would definitely, like, end my opportunity for ladies, at least, like, not on the sly, wink, wink. Um, but oh, then, wink. But then, like, no, like, medicine cat getting pregnant accidentally situation. Yeah, the big thing is that they don't want you to have babies. Right. So. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah, I'd probably want to be a medicine cat. Like, it's a lot of responsibility. Um, and, like, I don't know how to But you I don't feel. like fighting. I, yeah, I don't like fighting. Um, I want the blood of my enemies. Yeah, yeah. Under my claws. I mean, I would say I'm not 
incapable of it, which I think most Smiths and Cats. Yeah, you, you gotta, you know, they usually do a little bit of at least defensive and offensive training. You gotta be when, prepared. When do Medicine Cat, like, apprentices be chosen? Like, they start as apprentices, or can they be already warriors? Well, Yellowfang was a warrior before. Um, so was Mudclaw. And uh, a cat that we're gonna meet today, also. <gasps> Alright, so, let's get into it It actually then. happens a lot. All right, so Stone Pelt is outside the den, eyes half-closed outside the swirling leaves and dust. Not good weather for a battle, he thanks, says. Thanks, girl. Or thanks, dude. Pinestar calls his clanmates, and he stands in the clearing with Goosefeather. Featherwhisker is moving to each of the gathered warriors, dropping piles of herbs at each of their paws. Moonflower is sharing tongues outside the nursery with Poppy Dawn and Poppy Dawn gives Moonflower a final lick between the ears before scooping up the wrestling kits and bundling them back into the nursery. <laughs> I'm, that was, um, why aren't either of their, I mean, I'm like all for it, but like, why aren't either of their husbands sharing things with them? Whatever. Uh, girls be loving girls. I'm all for it. Whatever. <laughs> Moonflower's eyes are glittering hard as she crosses the clearing. Ears flat. And tears? And no, just oh. like, just like shining. Mm, They're wide yeah, and ready. Her ears are flat and pelt slicked by the wind, and Bluepaw hardly recognized her mother. She straightens and lifts her chin, vowing to be as much like Moonflower as she could. Oh my god, I thought a my- better, a better uh, ambition than to be like Stormtail. I was just about to say. I was just about to say. I was like, um, it seems like her mom is just as uh ba as her dad is so more yeah like she also has love in her heart yeah yeah she and she isn't like does just not well placed and she seems to have like i don't know common sense and isn't like bloodthirsty which as we've seen many times before in this series is not a great trait to have when you're just like battle 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 fight 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 kill kill Mm -hmm. kill like those people not always, but mainly end up being evil. Featherwhisker drops herbs at her paws and tell her she looks like a warrior already. Stonepelt warns her to stay out of the fighting, though. You may look like a warrior girl, but you ain't. Like, yeah, you're you're not. <laughs> that's a child, Feather. Like, I know that was, like, a compliment. You're, like, trying to... <laughs> Don't say that to my kid. Snowpaw scampers out of the apprentice den and asks if he could teach them some battle moves. Just in case. Right now? <laughs> Moonflower says firmly that they won't need any because they won't be fighting. Bluepaw laps up the herbs, gagging at the bitter, sour taste, and forced herself to swallow. Okay, I'm just gonna say, this is kind of like in World War II, um, uh, when they, like, gave, uh, uh, soldiers amphetamines before battles, um, which are, which is meth, um, not always, but amphetamines is usually, you know, meth or Adderall. Yeah. Um. But, so, like, what, uh, do we know what herbs these are? Like, what, I'm very curious to know what. I can look it up. Like, yeah, what, what are the pre, is it, like, a pre-workout, like, caffeine boost? But cats can't really have caffeine, so what, is it catnip? But that, like, I feel like has such a variety of effects on cats that, um, I'm just curious what these, because I don't, I, I don't recall this happening. Uh, no, well, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Um, uh, tw- Twitter people tell us. 
They're like the same as the traveling herbs, like the herbs that they take to go to the moonstone usually, I think. Oh, to like suppress their appetite and keep them focused? Yeah, just kind of like, I don't... I don't even remember what those herbs did. We're, um... Next series and the rest going forward, basically, we're gonna have a medicine cat POV in the books, so... We'll, we're, back to, we're, we're back to know our herbs. We'll know a little more herbs. Okay, I'm ready for that. All right, well, I guess for now, Yuck. I'm just going to assume that these guys are uh, taking, like, a pre-workout, like, caffeine boost and not... <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Snowpaws circling frantically, flicking her tongue like a snake. <laughs> Sweetie. Baby. Honey. Pinestar's yowl stops her, and he says Goosefeather has more news. What? Flower's eyes widen. Another omen? Come on! What is up with this? Can we get into the backstory already? Goosefeather says he examined the vole in the medicine clearing and found a shred of catmint on its flank. And Stonepelt mutters under his breath if he's sure it didn't come from the floor of his den, because it's not exactly spotless in there. (laughs) Alright, who said that? Stonepelt. Alright, Stonepelt, you get one, you get one. You get one point. One. But you're on thin ice, buddy. Blue Paw looks to him. Surely her mentor didn't doubt the medicine cat as well. Oh, I got my, I got my, oh, I got my father figures. Oh, I know. Isn't that, isn't that the worst? I got my father figures mixed up. I thought that was her dad who said that. Okay, uh, actually, yeah, no. he get, he he just gets bonus points. Never mind. He he's no, he's the best. It's it's he, he's already passing the class like with like flying colors, but that was just extra credit he didn't need to do. Yeah, sorry. I what storm storm claw? No storm tail. Storm tail and her stone pelt. Oh my god, could those be any more similar? Yes. Well, because we have, we have, well, between her and Graystripe's like, kids. Like, phonetically, they sound so similar. Storm, storm pelt and stone pelt? Hello? Apparently Kill she, me, Aaron. she didn't think very hard about her children's names. She was like, all right, who are the guys I know that aren't my boyfriend? <laughs> well, no, but one was her and the next one was Graystripe. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. Goosefeather says StarClan has told them how they can fight WindsClan aggression. With a shred of catmint, Moonflower asks, eyes round. Let's all just brush our teeth. Goosefeather says they must take the battle all the way into their camp. Their camp? Stonepelt flattens his ears. Does he know how dangerous that will be? Goosefeather, are you working with them? Like, this feels like... Goosefeather says it's StarClan's advice, not his. The catmint tells him that the only way to defeat WindClan is to destroy their medicine supply. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this medicine cat beef? Is this, does your did the medicine cat like make you angry? Don't sip your drink like that. Is it medicine cat beef? No. It's Star Clan. It feels like medicine cat beef. Because all, okay, and no one's giving me a straight answer, but it feels like I, <clears throat> I'm so undecided about Goosefeather now. Not Goosefeather. Yeah, Goosefeather. Uh, Goosefeather? 
he's a really cool character, yeah. He's, yeah, but, like, what is going on? What is with these signs and these omens that everyone's like, what? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like being confused. <laughs> That's this entire podcast. Sunfall steps forward bristling, but that would endanger <gasps> kids and elders. Every clan depends on its medicine supply, especially oh. with Leaf Bear approaching. Yeah. He's attacking innocents as well as warriors. Yeah, wait, why are we doing this? That's a terrible idea. Tawny spots nods. What kind of warriors would they be to pull such a fox-hearted trick? And, like, how- We'd be alive, Goosefeather says. Goosefeather- We'd be alive. What? What? No, that's, like, really wrong. No, that's super wrong. What do you mean, destroy their supplies? How are you guys gonna do it? Eat them all real fast? Pinestar takes a heavy step forward. He agrees it seems harsh, but Star Clan warned them that they'd face destruction unless they act against Wind Clan's oh, aggression. Okay, uh, the aggression, the unproven aggression. We have no proof of of the hunting actually being <clears throat> This is dumb. This is bad. If they attack their medicine supply, they will be weakened for moons. And Thunderclan will be safe. They'll be weakened going into the worst time of the year. They're gonna. This is how Wind Clan goes from Wind Clan to Wind Clan because Thunder Clan's a big bully. Feather Whisker asks, "What if Wind Clan suffers an outbreak of White Cough? How would Hawkheart treat the sick?" Man, guys, the elders would be defenseless. This feels as bad as that uh, other clan we drove out to die. You know, I feel like we uh, we're we're doing. Something bad again. Why do we have a history of doing bad? Ah, I hate this. I hate, I hate, I hate stories that give you a magical world. And you're like, wow, this is great. I'm, I love being part of this. And then you turn around. It's like, you were the bad guys all along. And you're like, no, what? It's like being an American. <laughs> <laughs> Pinestar says their target is the medicine den. No kid or elder is to be harmed, but their medicine supplies must be destroyed. Okay, but here's the thing. If you destroy the well of the city, the children, the kids, and the... the, the they will die because if you if you bomb a hospital, people will die. Well, Adderfang asks if they should sacrifice their own kids and elders to save WinClan. They think that. Is it worth risking a few clan wind clan lives to save all of theirs? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is, this is, this is, this argument is a slippery slope. It's this, the mm -hmm. slippery slope fallacy. We, what we're doing is saying, oh, if we don't do this, all this bad stuff is going to happen. When in reality, we don't have any proof that all that bad stuff is going to happen. You're just assuming all that bad stuff will happen and making it, like, so extreme that you're like, oh, well, we have no choice. This is, no. It's, you're mm. equating it. I, well, I, I want to be there right now. I'm so mad. I know it's a fictional book, but I'm like, wait, this is dumb. Blue Paw shivers at another vicious gust of wind and wonders aloud if the weather is a sign. Moonflower mutters that they've had enough signs for one day. She flashes her gaze at her kids. Promise you'll stay clear of the fighting. There'll be plenty of time for being heroes when they are bigger and stronger and better trained. Her eyes blaze, and oh. Blue Paw finds herself nodding. 
Snowpaw dips her head and says, okay. Oh, God. The tension leaves Moonflower's shoulders. Mom's about to be fridged. It got cold. I'm so afraid. I know it's like a, a, a female-led story right now, so, uh, but that doesn't mean that inherent sexism can't be so very prominent. But I have a bad feeling. Mom is about to be gone. Not allowed in the fighting, eh? Stormtail comes over and flicks Bluepaw's ears with his tail. Is Next that? Time, perhaps. Is that? Says. <laughs> Was that affection? Moonflower gives him a sharp look and reminds him that this is going to be a dangerous battle. Is that a divorce? Bluepaw's belly turns cold. Moonflower says they've never attacked a clan's camp before. And she's so never seen her parents. Clan in a place they don't know. That they know and we don't. I'm glad to know that Moonflower uh, can have a spine around him. Stormtail nudges her shoulder and says they'll have the element of surprise and they'll be fighting at close quarters. Stop it. So, you know, Stop it. Wind Clan swiftness won't be good there. I want you, you know, guys. Wind fast. Don't nudge her shoulder. Don't, like, show me that you, like, like her at all. Like, I don't. Stormtail, stop it. Get away from her. I know you had kids with her, but stop it. You don't deserve her. Moonflower lowers her gaze and said, you know, well, okay, I suppose, you know, surprise, whatever. Stormtail tells her not to worry. This is a battle they'll win. Oh, maybe dad's gonna die. That'd be, that'd be cosmically kind of funny. I mean, it'd be like rough. It'd be like, oh, darn, that's your dad's, dad's dead. But like, it kind of sucks. So, <laughs> Thunderclan warriors, to me, Bluepaw's heart lurches at Pinestar's cry and the raiding party surges through the tunnel. Snowpaw and Moonflower follow them. Stonepelt nudges Bluepaw forward. With one last look at camp, she races after Snowpaw. The elders are beside their den. Patchpelt and Fuzzypelt pace the clearing. Patchpaw, sorry. Tawny spots and Windflight climbed onto High Rock. Goosefeather is disappearing into his tunnel. No, go deal with the issues you've created. Yeah, Bluepaw catches up to Snowpaw and gasps that Goosefeather isn't coming. I mean... Snowpaw guesses that he's needed, you know, he needs to prepare for any wounded cats. He's gonna go smoke herb and, like... I don't know. Dude, I don't know how to feel about you. I need more information. But he told them to attack. Shouldn't he be with them? Stonepelt growls that perhaps he got a sign from StarClan telling him to stay out of harm's way. Moonflower says at least they have Feather Whisker. Feather Whisker is coming with him. Oh, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. You stay home. Because then, like, if, if you're, you know, if your mentor dies, then you can... Yeah. Well, the patrol is heading up the ravine. Uh, Stone Pelt is pressing behind Blue Paw, making sure she won't slip. Um, and the strengthening herbs are working, and she feels energy surge through her. Oh, so it is. Today, kind of like a victory a... would be won. Will She's it? She's hoping. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Suddenly... Well, her heart. She's racing. She's excited. She's like, yeah, we're going to win this. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. <laughs> so the clan is weaving around bushes and trees. Um, there's a stream ahead. Moonflower leaps across. Stonepelt nudges her. She leaps. Stonepelt gives her a helpful shove. Thanks, Stonepelt. And she makes it. Such a good dad. Snowpaw doesn't quite make it, and she scrambles oh. out and shakes herself. Ooh, I got scared there for a second. Don't say things like that. Ooh. Stonepelt says, mm, bad luck. <laughs> Thanks, Stonepelt. <laughs> just, Very... just her hindquarters, just her bum. She's, she's blood from her back legs. Moonflower commands them to hurry. Only Sparrowpelt had waited. And he tells Snowpaw that running will warm him up. 
So it's these two two day apprentices and their mom and their mentors are with them and everybody else is kind of ahead. They're kind of like, all right, guys, uh, it's a field trip to a war zone. Yep. This is a terrifying reality for, like, any child to face, I feel. Yeah. Um, so they have to go along the gorge, which is kind of scary. The oh, thin yeah. trail. So that's a little scary, but they make it. Okay, good. And uh, they cross the border into Windplant territory. Oh, God. All right. We're, we're already there, guys. <laughs> it's like a, It's like when you're going to a field trip and you're trying to enjoy your iPod shuffle um, playing uh, Boom Boom Pal for the 15th time in a row. And you're like, because that's like the only song you have on it. Um, and you're just like trying to vibe, and and then you're just like, maybe the next, maybe the next shuffle won't be boom boom pow. Maybe it'll be the like one Kesha song you have. Um, and uh, but like, but then you see the school coming up, and you're like, no, I want to be on the bus. I want to like, I don't want to go back to school for the one hour that always seems to exist after uh field trips, <laughs> and just to like bring you down. And they're like, all right, guys, time for. Time for some math homework, and you're like, oh, Mr. Paulson, no, why? We just got back from the the, the Civil War reenactment. Why would we ever want to go do math after that? The storm howls <laughs> around them as they climb the hillside. No math here. <laughs> at the top, the wind whips at them viciously, and Blue Paw feels the first drops of rain. If it thunders right now, that'd be very, like, da -na 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 thunder. That'd really help. Pine Star halts and stares into the dip ahead. Wind Clan's camp, Stonepell breathes into her ear. What if they're all just- Paul wonders where. <laughs> I suppose they're kind of, they kind of live in the fen. Like, they live in the, 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 the glen, the valley. Yeah. They're kind of, they're within there. Pine Star comes to them. And he points out a rock and says her and Snowpaw will wait there. Featherwhisker and Swift Breeze will be with them. Okay. <laughs> we love Swift Breeze. Yeah, that's our mom. He'll sense, he'll sense some, well, I mean, that's yeah, awesome. they're in the Swift Breeze, yeah, she's, the is she, was she the one that called a Karen? Yeah. All right, yeah, I love her. He'll send someone if there's trouble. Blood roars in Blue Paw's ears, drowning out the howling wind. She's having this a panic it. attack. <laughs> the battle is about to begin. I mean, you won't, hopefully you won't see too much of it. God, this is kind of sick. They just like brought the kids to be like, all right, you can observe, but don't you dare help. Your your parents might die. Watch out. Blue Paw crouches behind the rocks out of the wind. Then she remembers something. They didn't wish Moonflower good luck. Blue Paw hadn't even looked at her. Stop! Stop! This will kill me! This will kill me! This will kill me! This will kill me! She darts, she darts from behind the rocks, desperate to see her mother's amber eyes once more, to know everything would be fine. This will kill me. But the cats had already disappeared. This will kill me. Eyes. I will die. No, 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 I hate that. I hate that. I hate unfinished business. You don't want, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not ready for the grief. <sighs> Swift Breeze tells her to get back. This is a battle. She needs to follow orders. Swift Breeze sighs and tells her softly that it's for her own safety and the safety of her clan. <laughs> I'm sorry I called you mom because I just forgot my mom. They wait silently as the sky grew lighter. Swift Breeze is straining to listen above the wind because her baby's down there. Oh, her baby is down there. Leopard Paw. Leopard Paw's down there. Oh That's my god, I forgot about Leopard Paw! 
Oh god, there's not a leopard pelt. Oh no. There isn't. Stop! That's so mean! Actually, well, at wait, least... was that? No. Um, Don't. The rain falls harder, cold and sharp against Blue Paw's soft pelt. A screech of warning splits the air, and the moor exploded with furious yowls and screams <laughs> that rose above the wind. I was gonna joke, like, you know, if Wind Clan, like, if we, uh, if we imagine, if we're going on the belief that Wing Clan is not at all involved with that praise stealing, uh, this is like the worst Sunday afternoon for them. Oh god. Morning. Bright morning. Oh, right. It's, really it, it's just like, they're just like, oh, da-da, what's a great day at the camp? Thunderclan! They're all sleeping. They're all sleeping. Look, hey guys, it's Thunderclan! We're about to ruin a relationship. We're gonna about, we're about to uh, permanently destroy an ally here. Why? Uh, a dead rat told us. Vol, it was a vol. I know, a dead rodent. Lupa <laughs> recognizes the aggressive screech of Adderfang and the agonized wail of Dappletail. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. See, I'm still. Or I think it was more. <laughs> um, before we like get too bloodthirsty, should we do our cat fact? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. In the criminal justice system, cat-based laws are weirdly common. Hosts on this podcast, the dedicated detectives who investigate these weird cat laws, bring you this segment of cat facts. These are those facts. Uh, so, last episode, um, we kind of talked about cats and prisons in a negative light. And I won't get too much into this because there are folks uh, way more educated and uh, well-written about this subject. But I will say, I will recognize the fact that, uh, at least my personal belief, that the prison system, specifically in the U.S., should be reformed as it tends to serve to folks who are mainly uh, racially profiled um, in, under the poverty line, suffering from addiction and other mental disabilities usually. Uh, yeah. most, uh, not USA. usually, almost entirely. USA. Um, USA. So I want to talk about instead cat use in prison re- rehabilitation programs. Heck, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I kind of think well i i think all my googling about cat laws and cat prisons has made my um google account be like oh you must be very interested in this um and i'll get into this later (laughs) but i actually got suggested a video it was and this is not a sponsored segment at all but it was actually an ad um that ended up it was the first uh like youtube ad i've ever actually sat and watched on purpose um (laughs) and i will i'll talk about it more at the end um but it got me, it was about a, uh, a cat in prison um, called Galileo, and uh, it's from the brand Sherba, and they're kind of doing a, a series about uh, significant cats around the world right now. They're not like famous cats, but they're cats doing something significant. But talking about uh, cats in prison uh, rehabilitation programs, so the first one I could find evidence of, um, of this happening on purpose, because uh, cats have been in prisons just sort of like as you know 
rodent control for a while and uh you know if, mm-hmm. if it's a worm building a cat will go into it um and in the 1980s in switzerland um there was a program called just the cat um, where the inmates could voluntarily adopt a cat to care for and uh, it was reviewed in 2003 um so it was going on for years and years and they were like this actually has had very good benefits and i'll talk about that more a little bit later on um so that one they did on purpose um, but in South Africa, the Emma Animal Rescue Society, otherwise known as Tears, uh, pulls more prison. Um, they had a feral cat colony in, in the same area as the prison. And prisoners, uh, the inmates, would actually hang bed sheets out their window to have cats climb up them. And so they could get a cat and keep Ooh. it and they could feed it and care for it. And uh, Tears... Uh, one of the representatives saw this and was like, hey, and approached the um, the administration was like, hey, we're seeing your inmates are already proactively trying to care for these cats. What if we work together and we can, uh, you know, provide them veterinary uh, services and we can neuter all those cats? And the, admi- yes. and the administration was like, actually, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then they can have their cats and we can actually care for them. Um, so they actually worked together and it was entirely not on purpose. And then in the 1990s, uh, in Indiana, uh, some cats like got into this prison, like through like the sewer and other like, you know, nooks and crannies that cats will get into a building if they can. Um, and at first they started a program to sort of register the cats in the goal of, okay, we're going to register these cats and we're kind of going to, um, phase this out because we've, these wild cats are getting into our place and the prisoners are already taking care of them, but you know, we'll get them trained on how to take care of these animals, but we'll phase it out. Um, but then in 2004, they ended up expanding the program to 40 cats. Heck yeah. Um, and, uh, getting into what the suggested video, uh, the suggested video I will link, um, it actually highlighted, um, in Washington, the Lark Corrections Center, um, and basically, they train inmates on how to uh, care for the cats, uh, veterinary care and behavior. And, you know, they're supposed to journal about the cats and say, okay, this cat. Um, and specifically in this program, these cats have behavioral issues. Um, so they're Ooh. not very friendly. Like in the video, they showed like uh, like uh, the inmates, uh, they will journal about the cats. Like this cat hid under the bed this whole time, but he still ate. Like, he used the restroom, even mm-hmm. though he was not very friendly. And the video was actually uh, very beautiful because it showed an inmate who had uh, been in and out of prison and he'd struggled. Um, and, but he was at the end of his uh, program and he actually decided to adopt his cat. And because he, he, he wanted to, you know, have this animal to come home to. And we're getting out together, buddy. Exactly. Because the point so of that, good. the point of their program was to help rehabilitate these cats so they could be more friendly and, you know, yeah, to socialize. Adaptable. Yeah. And that's what a lot of these programs are, is to help socialize feral oh. animals. Um, and it, what they found, though, in the benefits for inmates is it psychologically helps them a lot. It helps them deal with loneliness. It usually gives them um, a sense of responsibility because, you know, in a lot of prisons, especially in America, you're sort of stripped of your identity and stripped of um, any responsibility. And your yeah. if you will get, like, a position, you know, it, it, in the 
thing. You won't be paid much for it. And a lot of these folks aren't paid a lot. I believe in the Indiana program or in the Washington program, they were given like 35 cents an hour, which is nothing. Um, yeah. But. And caring for something is so rewarding. Like yeah. a living thing, you know, like there's a reward to that. Yeah. And almost all these programs, um, uh, when it was like a voluntary basis and when it wasn't just like the animals were like, we're here, help us. Um, <laughs> when it was like something that they were uh, working on, um, all of the inmates uh, could not have been convicted of an animal, like a, a, like a cruelty crime, of course. They didn't look, and yeah, and they most didn't. all of the ones that I looked into, they, um, the, the, you know, the prisoners or the inmates had to be screened before and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, it's actually just a wonderful thing and there if you look it up um because i looked up on google afterwards after i watched the um the short documentary which i will link there's so many different um uh, documentaries that go into it and the benefits um and i think it's much more commonly known uh where inmates will rehabilitate dogs um yeah you will see that more commonly that was that's that seems to be a much more popular uh but at least in the Lark prison situation, uh, the Lark Corrections Facility, they, uh, uh, I believe their person, they said that they didn't want to uh, do dogs because they were too macho and would, um, they would give people like, you know, a false sense of uh, macho-ness, which is kind of like the gender normative things that people put on dogs, but I kind of understand. Um, it was interesting. But also usually, usually chihuahuas are some of the worst. So you just flood that prison with those little chihuahuas because they're always in the shelters. <laughs> and a lot of them are, I mean, I wouldn't say, I don't know every chihuahua, but I knew mine. Yeah, and it, and it, and it is unfortunate. Um, sometimes those, uh, and I don't agree with these, but you know, some of those behavioral assumptions about dogs do bleed into these programs. Uh, the article I, uh, the, it wasn't an article. It was a, I believe a peer reviewed journal that goes into it. That will also link. It, uh, talks about one program with dogs that, uh, they wouldn't allow like pit bulls or, uh, sort of like the Mm -hmm. ones that become in that they wouldn't allow those type of dogs, which is a shame because those are sometimes the animals that need the most help. But, I also understand yeah. why they wouldn't want a dog who had been trained. Yeah. Um, if it had been trained to uh, be in a fighting situation, why they would not want, um, you know, uh, a rehab program to be. I just, so I understand. It, 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 I think no it's a danger. shame. But there's no danger of that with cats because a cat will put you in your place. Yes. And Only humility. <laughs> Only humility from the cat. Yeah. And I know it's like a, I know it's a sponsored video and I, 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 don't want anyone to think get it twisted but the the 20 minute documentary i watched uh by shirva it was really cute when um the prisoner did leave prison and he's like he doesn't know what's going on when he was talking about his cat um that and it was looking out of its crate like what is where am i like yeah so So that was today's uh cat fact uh cats so wholesome yeah very wholesome and um, some good news mm -hmm. yeah and it's before we continue oh no I was just gonna say, yeah, and it's 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 something that's ongoing, and hopefully something yeah we will see more of. Uh, support your local animal shelter. Yes, oh, thank you. All right, ah, frick, hey, dude, please don't scratch my thigh. <laughs> he woke up, and you thought he was sleeping. No, he just woke up. Surprise! Okay. Woke up and just flew. Woke up and chose violence as usual. All right, we'll cover his ears for this. <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. 
We're back with Feather Whisker. Feather Whisker has his eyes closed, muttering under his breath and reciting the cures for battle injuries. Oh! He's like, I'm prepared, I'm prepared, I'm prepared. Man, I can't believe we have a medical student. A pre-med student. <laughs> I mean, he has his full name, so I mean, technically, I think he's a, he's a full medicine cat. He, he's just waiting name. for the other guy to die. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Reality hits Blue Paw. Below her, blood was flowing. She stares at Snowpaw, whose fur is on end. Was that a sparrow pelt? Her sister asks her. I don't know! Another hideous screech sounded. Oh. Bluepaw began to shake. It sounded like stone pelt. Was he attacking or defending himself? This is awful. Sick. Whose, from I, screeching. whose idea was this to bring these, like, I know they're not kits anymore, but these literal Pine kits. Star! Ah, oh, Pine Star! This is a bad idea! Bluepaw pleads with Swift Breeze. Can't they do anything? Swift Breeze says they must wait. She jerks her head around and readies for an attack as paws pound towards them. Uh oh. Uh -oh. But it's Robin Wing. It's Robin Wing. Uh oh. No, but they said they would send them if they have, like, uh. Come quickly, she hisses. Leopard Paw's been wounded. Ah! <laughs> no, I knew it! Swift Breeze stiffens. Leopard Paw? Robin Wing tells her it's a claw wound. It's bleeding badly. She needs to be taken away, but they can't spare any fighting warriors. Ugh. She nods, her gaze hard. She orders Blue Paw to come with her. Why? Her says he should, but Swift Breeze says they can't risk him getting injured. Blue Paw, you're disposable. Come with yeah, me. Yeah, I guess. Well, we can we can say that she's blinded with like anxiety about her child. Yes. Snowpaw asks, what about me? But Swift Breeze says one apprentice is enough. She tells Bluepaw to stay close. Yeah, we only Blue need one stays, meat shield. Bluepaw stays as close as she can. The rain blinded her. Swift Breeze stops without warning, and Bluepaw sees they are standing overlooking the Windland camp. Her eyes stretch wide in horror as she watches the battle rage. Screeches and yowls rift through the wind. Blood stained the ground and frothed in red puddles. Gross! Whoa! Holy crap! <laughs> Blue Paw tries to spot her clanmates. Adderfang is thrusting a Wind Clan cat away from him, only to be jumped on by two more. Whatever. Sunfall. <laughs> Sunfall and Sparrowpelt are fighting side by side. Wind Clan warriors have them backed against the bramble wall, raking their muzzles and snapping at their legs That's... until the ground beneath them ran red. <laughs> That's beautiful, but also so gross. Dappletail screeches as two Wind Clan cats dive at her. Oh. Stormtail spins around at the sound and sends his own opponent flying and raced to help her. Stormtail pushes a Wind Clan warrior aside and sinks his teeth into the tabby pelt of another. Okay, but like Moonflower? <laughs> tabby, the tabby lets out an agonized shriek that pierced Bluepaw's belly. Stormtail's eyes blazed as the Wind Clan blood sprayed from his mouth. Hey, up, 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 Blue Paw, can you Cherith? Can you oh. stop using such violent, like, uh. This is Cherith. This is all Cherith. I'm pretty sure Cherith likes to be a little more, uh. I know, nasty. but I keep thinking she's actually hurt. Blue Paw has to remind herself that her father was a brave warrior defending his clanmate. Blue Paw's like, this is horrifying. That's my dad. <laughs> my dad's a war criminal. 
Come on! Slippery shakes her out of her frozen horror, and she follows the warrior through the bramble wall. Lupaw's muzzle is bleeding from the thorns when they break through. Oh my god, no baby is spared. She follows Swiftry as she races to where her daughter lay. Swiftry grabs her by the scruff and drags her across the clearing. Lupaw tried to help, but Leopardpaw kicks out and says she can walk. Okay, not the time to be proud. She, a, a little toddler's trying to help you. She gets to her paws and her mother lets her go, but as soon as she does, Leopardpaw collapses, so Swiftry grabs her again and they stagger towards the end of the clearing. Thunderclan brought kits. A gray flecked wind clan warrior is staring at Blue Paw. This is not the time for your anime introduction, dude. Blue Paw growls that she's not a kid. Yeah, you would have met her if you had gone to the last gathering. She was the one having a panic attack. Remember, she vomited yeah, and fainted. Yeah, she was crying the whole time. You couldn't miss her. The WindClan warrior advances and tells her to show him her battle moves. Okay, alright, no, who is this? Who's this sicko? What the heck? Who says, oh, they got a kid here, I'm about to beat it up, guys, I'm really cool. Who are you? I wanna, who is this? Fear shot through her. She didn't know any. Yeah, is this a- She's been an apprentice for two days. Does she say it's that? It's been two Does days. Does she say that? No. She should've. She fights the urge to back away. I was born a warrior, she tells oh, herself. Sweetie. Her legs won't stop trembling as the warrior advances on her. What the he heck? unsheaths his claws. Dude! Hawkheart! Heatherstar calls to the warrior advancing on her. She tells him to get back to tending to the injured like he's supposed to. I'm sorry? That's the medicine cat. Yeah, is he the medicine cat? Because he kept smothering all the other, like, kits to sleep. So they're like, all right, well, we need a medicine cat. So that's the only guy left. Apparently StarClan called him Hawkheart. He was a warrior first. No, duh. And I don't think he was very happy that uh, StarClan called upon him. I think he was a serial killer first. I don't think he follows by the code of don't, like, kill. Oh, right. Everybody, everybody, we're not supposed to kill people. Did we all forget? Hawkheart snarls at Bluepaw that she'll have to wait for her first battle scar. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, wait, dude, like- Right? What the heck? What is your deal? What's your deal? Also, I can't- I, Heather Star, thank you, girl, for being like, yeah. hey, uh, murderous- Heather Star's like, my doctor's about to kill a baby. Murderous clown? Shit. Can you, she's like, hey, hey, whoever I'm fighting, can you, like, hold on a minute while I, like, stop my doctor from killing your child? And they're like, they're like, hang on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's really messed up. I'm just letting you know, that's, like, against, like, the one rule that we mostly, the most of the time follow. And, like, medicine, they're Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> Call back. Call back. Call, like, all the way back. Oh, God, yeah. That, that's literally the first episode. Swift Breeze calls out to Blue Paw. She's trying to get Leopard Paw through the brambles. Hang on, Blue let me drag push. my bleeding child through these just thorns. thorns. You know what? War is hard. Welcome to it. Blue Paw helps her push, uh, helps push her out, and they guide her up the rise. Blue Paw asks if 
Hawkheart is a medicine cat or a warrior, and this is when Slipfreeze tells her that he used to be the fiercest warrior in WindClan until StarClan called him to be a medicine cat. Okay, what is up with StarClan in these past 20, like, in the past? StarClan's just like, I don't know, uh... That guy, he's killed so many people. Maybe it was like, well, you, maybe they you wanted shed, him to stop. You shed, yeah, yeah. Like, you shed so much blood. You must now, like, I don't know why they have this atone. accent, but yeah, you must atone. But that's like, all right, what are you Catholic saints? Come on. I guess that's my headcanon. It makes now, sense. Like, oh god, we gotta stop this guy. <laughs> they're like, like... We're like, they're like, he can never procreate. His bloodline will be so very like, we can't have an actual serial killer. Also, I'm ready Please. for the serial killer, like uh, like a, a killer hidden in the midst. Uh, I mean, medicine cat serial killers are uh, common or <laughs> popular uh, AUs. Oh, oh, I forgot. Suppose... Not common in the series, but it's such an interesting. It's a it's such an interesting, you know, premise. Yeah, I mean, we I I think Yellowfang said that of like it's possible. Yeah. You could very easily say, oh, oh, it was an accident. Swiftbreeze stops to let Leopardpaw rest and sniffs her wound. It's shallow, she says, relief flooding her voice. Glad that we're not about to lo- lose our paw. Not our baby no. leopard paw. I mean, it'd be so funny because, like, I predicted it, but I like being wrong when it involves a child dying. Featherwhisker's hurrying to meet them and starts patching Leopardpaw's scratch. Lupaw glances back at the battle. I'm sorry. And- I like how it went from... It's such a deadly wound that one of the warriors had to leave the middle of the fight to tell mom to a scratch. Well, I mean, she was badly wounded and she couldn't support herself. Oh, true. And she couldn't get up, so like they're like, we need to clear her off the battlefield so she doesn't like get injured. Just trampled on. Yeah. So it's shallow, but it's still bad. Yeah. But it's shallow enough that it's not life threatening, which is all her mother cares about. That's that makes sense. She's useless. Yeah. Stormtail and Dappletail are fighting side by side. Small Ear and Robin Wing had joined up as well. And she wonders if Wind Clan cats were so ferocious that ThunderClan warriors couldn't face them alone. Where was Moonflower? Stop! 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 Okay, episode over. Bye guys, this is great. Da 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 da. Bluepaw's blood chilled. She hadn't seen her mother, not once. Hawkheart, a WindClan cat calls. There are ThunderClan cats in your den. Snowpaw stretches beside her to see into the I'm clearing. surprised that uh, bloodthirsty Hawkheart, I mean, it makes sense, because he's like, I'm going to be on the battlefield, but I'm surprised. No one's expecting this. Yeah, no one expects you to break one of the... It's like, it's a literal war crime, guys. Like, you're literally, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, like, underhanded. It's, like, morally wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They've managed to get into the medicine supplies, Snowpaw says triumphantly. They're eating, like, all the poppies so fast. I don't know what their plan is. Featherwhisker tells her to be quiet and hold the cobweb. Bluepaw watched as Snowpaw helped the medicine cat. Something was wrong. She can feel it. Hawkheart is streaking towards his den. Two WindClan warriors were heading inside. Hawkheart stops at the opening and crouched down, eyes narrow, tail thrashing, back and forth. Uh-oh. Featherwhisker finishes patching up Leopardpaw and tells him to help her get her back to the rock. 
tell Snowpaw to help him get her. Are we not on the rock? I thought we got back there. No, uh, Feather Whisker had kind of like met them halfway. Okay, okay. I I was confused. I was like, how are we seeing the battle to like stop the bleeding? Okay. So Snowpaw starts to help, but Bluepaw can't move. She stares at Hawkheart, unable to swallow. Oh no! A screech rang from inside the den, and Stonepelt hurled it out, blood pumping from a gash in his shoulder. Oh, that... A Wind Clan cat on his tail. Oh my god. Then came Moonflower, pursued by another oh, warrior. Okay, 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 okay. Her gray fur was streaked with torn herbs. Bluepaw freezes. As Moonflower exploded from the den, Hawkheart lunged at her. He snatched no, her up let's not, and let's... flung her like prey across the clearing. Oh my god, the vole was Moonflower. We don't need to witness our mom's death. Moonflower lands hard and struggles to find her footing, but she's not fast enough. <laughs> Hawkheart pounces on her, ripping with teeth and claws. Dude, you're a medicine cat! No, stop, Bluepaw thinks. Where is Stormtail? Surely he'd rescue Moonflower as he'd rescued Dappletail. But he's still fighting at the younger warrior's side, fighting off warrior after warrior. Moonflower is on her own. Bluepaw gasps as her mother wrenched herself from Hawkheart. She lands searing she lands a searing blow to his muzzle, and Hawkheart doesn't even stumble. Instead, he lunges again. He grabs Moonflower by the throat and sends her skidding across the blood-flicked clearing. No! Bluepaw wails. She springs forward, about to plunge down into the clearing. Swiftbreeze grabs her by the tail and tells her not to go down there. Bluepaw says Moonflower is hurt. That's my mom! She her mother. She's not moving. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like this. I, I was joking! Swiftbreeze says she's just dazed. She'll get up in a moment. No, no. Bluepaw mm. argues that she doesn't have a moment. Below them, Hawkheart is padding towards Moonflower lips curled in a snarl what is wrong with him blue paw is breathless with panic we must help her she tries to struggle out of swift breeze's grasp pine star's voice rises above the battle thunderclan retreat thundercats go home thundercats no thundercats this was a low blow and we're dumb Bros. Thanks, Star Clan. Blue Paw thinks. Your mom's not gonna Hawkheart get up, kid. stops in his tracks. The other warriors stop fighting. Silence fell over the camp, except for the pounding of rain and the whistling of wind. Heatherstar pads slowly over to Pine Star. The Thunder Clan leader meets her glare. What was that? What was that little he performance? Seems to flinch as she spoke. This attack was unjust, Heatherstar spat. She's right. Starclan would never have let them win. Pinestar says nothing. Take your wounded and leave, Heatherstar growls. Pinestar blinks and dips his head. Wow. Wow, dude. Wow. Alright, uh, Goose Feather's about to lose <sighs> his job, right? Thunderclan warriors head for the camp entrance, tails down, heads Robin Wing is limping badly. We didn't even, like, Sunfall lose. We had to retreat. This is awful. Sunfall presses against her to help her walk. 
Small Ears struggles to his paws, and Sparrow Pelt hurries to guide him. Stone Pelt licks the gash in his shoulder and limps towards the entrance. Adderfang's eyes gleamed with rage, and he ignored the Wind Clan cat's hisses. Dappletail leaned against Stormtail's broad shoulders. Trickles of blood washed down around her eyes. Bluepaw stares at her mother. Stop. Waiting for her to get to her paws. Stop. I have to help Moonflower, she says, and rips herself away from Swift Breeze. She wasn't going to let Hawkheart touch her again. Bluepaw, wait, Swift Breeze calls after her and chases her pleading. Bluepaw skids to a halt beside her mother. Her eyes were half open. Thank Star Clan. Moonflower, Moonflower! She nudges her mother's body with her nose, waiting for her limp body to push back. Moonflower only flopped backwards. Oh my god, can this be more traumatizing? Can this be more traumatizing? I can't do this, Maureen. I actually need to, like, pause. Okay. Okay, let's get this awful show on the road. Ready. Bluepaw stares desperately into her mother's eyes. It's me, Bluepaw. She hopes to see her eyes flash with recognition. But they were dull. Blue paw, Pine Star's soft mew sounds over her shoulder. She spins around and wails, Why won't she get up? That's like probably Pine the Star worst says, thing she probably could have said to him right then, besides, uh, this is all your fault. Because it Pine is. Star says, She's dead, Blue Paw. She can't be. Blue Paw twists back to her mother, pressing her flanks and shaking her. She can't be dead. We were fighting warriors, not rogues or loners. Warriors don't kill without reason. Hawkheart growls. He's crouching a tail length away. Get out of here, God! What are you, Tiger Star? Go away! She tried to destroy our medicine supply, he snarled. That was reason enough. But StarClan told us to do it. She looks to Pine Star desperately. We had no choice. She searches his gaze. They told us to, didn't they? Goosefeather said so. Hawkheart snorted and got to his paws. They risked so much on the word of Goosefeather. He turns and stalks away. What does he mean? Bluepaw whispers. Had all this been for nothing? Moonflower couldn't be dead. Bluepaw nudges her with her muzzle and begs her to wake up. It was all a mistake. You don't have to be dead. Oh, God. Swift Breeze's gentle paw pulls her back as Pine Star grabs Moonflower by the scruff. Pine Star drags her across the muddy clearing. Where's her husband? Blue Paw breaks away from Swift Breeze and presses her nose into her mother's wet fur. She smelled like Moonflower, a softness in the nursery. Come back, she thinks. You were going to take us into the woods to get moss for our nest. Alright. You promised. Alright, guys. Count one. Count one. Moonflower? Snowpaw's frightened mew sounds from the slope as they emerge <gasps> out of the WindClan camp. God! She half ran, half slid down the slope and began to lick Moonflower's pelt. She asks if she's badly hurt. Should she call Featherwhisker? Bluepaw stares blankly at her sister. She's dead, 
she whispered. No! Snowpaw's wail ends with a whimper as her paws crumple beneath her. Pinestar keeps going up the slope with Moonflower's body. Lupaw drops to her belly and presses her nose into her sister's fur. Snowpaw wails that she promised she wouldn't leave us. It's okay, Bluepaw lied. She summons up any shred of strength she could find. I'll take care of you now, she tells Snowpaw. She's your Snowpaw older sister! <laughs> Snowpaw flashes her an angry glare. She doesn't need taking care of. She needs Moonflower. She leaped to her paws and took off after Pinestar. Bluepaw watches her go and vows that she'll take care of her anyway. Well, we lost the first of the entirety of Blue Star's family. Time to lose the rest of them. She sees Stormtail's pelt disappear over the slope. Did he realize Moonflower was dead? No. She waits for her heart to twist in more pain, but she feels nothing. Oh my god! Depression! Determination surges through her. She would take care of Snowpaw, and she'll take care of her clan. And she'll never lose another cat that she cared for. Not like this. Uh She got to her paws and followed her clanmates up the slope, heart thumping dully in her chest. The shattered clan passes through beneath the giant oaks that four trees. Their branches fell still. Was the silence sent by Star Clan? Was it disapproval? A condemnation of the attack? Are they mourning Moonflower? She stares up and feels a sudden loneliness, like a thorn through her heart. She pads after her clanmates home. Leopard paws still limping and Dappletail still leaned on Stormtail, and his gaze never left her. I'm s- I'm sorry! Who? Dappletail and Stormtail. Stormtail- Our dad Stormtail? Yeah. Okay! Was it a fling? Like, was it, like, fun for you? Like, was it fun- did you have fun? And then you came and got uh, the next young warrior who... I am uh, going to kill him. He's everything I don't like about, like, oh my god. That's like... <laughs> then, <laughs> I'm gonna set him on fire! Are you kidding me? Adderfang? Did he, like... No, I'm not did he? You. Did he? Is he, is he? Is he just gonna... Is he gonna... Is he gonna... Is he gonna impregnate this one? Uh, ignore the kids that he has and uh, let her die in battle too? Is that what's gonna happen? No, luckily. Remember, we, we, we know Dappletail. We know Dappletail doesn't die. She's still alive with us. Okay. I know. I know. But I swear to God, if I find out that she has kids with him, I will. I have a knife. I kind of wish, but no, she does not. Don't say that! Oh, I'll, I'll explain it when we get there. Okay! In, like, a month or two. <laughs> I, I don't see any justification. I don't want him to have any happiness, ever. He doesn't deserve it. Well, yeah, that's true. But I, I don't... Dappletail is innocent in this. I fight. know! I know! Which is why he so. doesn't deserve her. Exactly. Alright. So Adderfang and Swiftbreeze help Pinestar take the weight of Moonflower's body. And Featherwhisker is beside Smallier, watching the unsteady warrior closely. Can we have an alive mom for fun? Like, for a change? 
Snowpaw trailed behind, tail dragging in the mud. Bluepaw wonders if she should catch up to her, but she can't think of anything to say to help either of them. Stonepelt halts and looks back at her, eyes brimming with sympathy. He doesn't say anything, but he waits for her to catch up and walks close enough to share his warmth. Dad, do you have a bimbo you want to hang out with instead? What? This is Stonepelt, her mentor. I know! I meant new dad. Oh, yeah. Well, the gash in his shoulder is still streaming blood. It must be deep. Bluepaw asks if Feather Whisker has looked at his wound, and she's surprised by how steady her voice is. Stonepelt says they can wait till they get back to Stonepelt's like, oh god. They continue oh god, we've destroyed another in silence. When Bluepaw enters camp, Windflight and Fuzzypelt are circling their injured clanmates, bristling with alarm. How, how much more of the band-aids do we have to rip off? I, I I would like to I would I would like to rip off a little more. I want to give you something good. Uh, it won't make up for it, but okay. Uh, Speckletail came running out of the nursery to greet Small Ear, sniffing his pelt for injuries. And Goosefeather pads out of the medicine den, yawning. I'm so glad that we have so many whole families still. His eyes widen in surprise as Pinestar laid Moonflower down in front of him and stepped back. What do you think? Does this look like a vole That's to his you? sister. I know! That's his sister. I know! I know! I was literally thinking, I was like, hey, that dead vole might have been your sister. She was covered in cat mint. Pinestar growls that he's not sure if she destroyed their herbs before she died. Goosefeather opens his mouth. No words come out. Thank you, Pinestar. I needed that. You killed her! Swift Breeze's screech takes Blue Paw by surprise. Sw- and Swift Breeze lunges at Goosefeather. Moms! Moms! Him moms! 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 Moms unite! Yeah, that's why that's why you need a carrot on your side. She hisses in his face that his this time one of his ridiculous omens killed one of his clanmates. Pinestar calls for her to stop, but Swift Breeze already has a paw raised, claws unsheathed. No, no, let her keep going. Adderfang and Tawny Spots drag her off the shock. No! Let her, her keep back. going! He's a medicine cat. He deserves a couple scars. The elders emerge from their den. You lost? Larksong asks. No! hardly believe it. No! Pinestar nods. We just decided, mm, we had so much fun. We might as well just bring the dead person back for the party. Pinestar nods. He says they had to retreat and Moonflower is dead. A wail of grief came from outside of the nursery. Poppy Dawn raced to Moonflower's God! body and her nose in her pelt. Where's the kits follow her out? Sweet Kit turns her round eyes on Blue Paw and asks if she's really dead. Blue Paw stares back at Sweet Kit, words stuck in her throat. Snowpaw is staring at the ground. Stonepelt stepped forward and glared at Goosefeather and says they never should have been sent into battle. Who said that? Stonepelt. Good dad. Best dad. Thanks, dad. <laughs> Goosefeather says calmly that he was only interpreting the signs from Star Clan. Yeah, work on it. Robin Wing pushes past Pine Star to Stonepelt's side and said he should learn to interpret weather instead of prey. Would Star Clan have blessed a battle with a storm like that? Sunfall narrows his eyes and looks to Adderfang and Stormtail. He says, perhaps Goosefeather was more eager to satisfy, satisfy his clanmates than Star Clan. Mm. Pinestar moves to the front and tells him enough. 
He says Goosefeather is not to blame for their defeat. All warriors risk their lives for their clan. It's part of the warrior code. He says their wounded need attention and arguing won't help them. Feather Whisker goes to the medicine den for more supplies and Goosefeather follows. You can hide from your clanmates, Swift Breeze muttered. It will be Star Clan that judges you. Oh, jeez, Louise, that's wow. I love that all the moms are actually lesbians and no man has ever touched them. Thank goodness. Yeah, that's the reality of this series. All right. Well, mom's dead. Mom's dead. The wrong Six. parent died, and dad already has wrong a stepmom. What the heck? Yep. She just became a warrior, too. I don't like Dappletail's been a warrior for a couple moons. Uh, like, she, she was a warrior before Blue Kit became an apprentice, but not long before. Yeah, not long enough. She, I think it's been, like, probably less than a moon. Anyway. Uh, Dad's a creep, Mom's <sighs> dead, and Uncle's a liar. What a great family. Hooray, family. No wonder... <laughs> And poor Blue Star, she didn't have a chance. Her jeans. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <sighs> well, I remember Hort. <laughs> now I'm Tangle Tongue. One, one, one on the cry count. One on the cry count, because this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs>